I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I show up. I can't show it on the football. It's so goddamn hard about holding on to it. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stag Simpson as the Fantasy Millionaires. This is fantasy business. This is Cooper Cup, Cooper Rush, Tom Brady's family business. This is Big Blue and Bill Belichick and Bill's Mafia making the name get respect. This is the Gloria Fantasy Championship brings. And this is what the hell's wrong with Kadarius Tony's hamstrings? Mm. This is week six is basically done. So it's time for stacks and cash and some podcast fun stacks. My brother in Christ. What's good. 2022, the year of our Lord. Indeed. Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm not in school. Thank God. I'm talking fantasy football with you right now uh, at what five o'clock ish on the East coast. The only coast that really matters out there shout out brad uh good to see you shout out my guy andrew he's been crushing it lately uh jumping in as well hope you're doing well man what a glorious week six of the nfl season we still have one more game uh tonight it's not completely over yet but we are looking ahead to week seven uh but before we do uh man i gotta ask you a lot of things happened since we met last week we, we haven't even talked about Devonte adams yet we should do the show every day. I mean, seriously, I, I wish I could. I would. I. I. I there's so much that goes on. Uh, yeah, Devonte Adams. That was, you know, hours after our podcast. You know, I mean, uh, geez. Uh, yeah. What do you What do you think, man? Is he Is he going to get suspended? Uh, I. I don't think he's going to get suspended. I don't think he should be suspended. I think uh, he's I, going to. You think he's going to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it to me, it you're you're getting upset, you're 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 angry, you're you're trying to get off the field, and somebody runs in front of you. I'm not saying it's appropriate, but uh, you know. So, probably- so you know, it's interesting. I don't know if you stayed up East Coast ad to watch the game. Okay, I saw it live. They panned to it. They showed it during the game, right? Yeah. And you were like, "Oh no, what did you do?" Like I, so the angle that you see it in the game. He looks like a violent football player with CTE that is angry about a loss. Right. Right, right. And then after the game, I watched him. He apologized immediately. Like, you know, the reporter was asking a question. He just brought it right up. was like, all right, I I just want to say sorry to that guy. He kind of jumped out in my way. Um, I reacted by pushing him. I shouldn't have done that. That was, you know, my fault. And I just want to say, I'm sorry. Right. And I was like, well, that, that's good, you know. Uh, you're, you know, they're going to use that against you in a court of law, but good, you know, good on you, homeboy. Like, right? You, you, you did the right thing. Like, you should say you're sorry, right? So, but I thought, like, not good. Like, you know, this isn't the '70s, right? Like, things right. happen in the in the modern day when people push people that uh, are in the spotlight, right? So then I saw another angle, okay? A second angle. I don't know if you've seen that angle, but it's exactly like how he said. 
the guy did just jump right in front of him. Like it was like a like a deer jumping in front of a car. Like if you see it from this other angle, it's I'm with you. He shouldn't get suspended. Yeah. I, I don't think he should. Uh, it looks very valid, but he did get a fourth degree assault charge already, I believe. I mean, fourth degree assault. Why don't you just uh, kiss him and call it over, right? I mean, it's fourth degree. It's uh, listen. Such I know a weak, such a weak ass a, charge. Why'd you call it in 69th degree assault charge? I mean, that's just <laughs> <laughs> she got to fourth. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, I don't understand that. Just that is the weakest thing ever. Uh, is it a misdemeanor? Is it a felony? What are we talking? Well, here? yeah, there's only misdemeanors and felonies. Uh, right, right. So it's a felony or is it a, like it's a misdemeanor? Misdemeanor, misdemeanor punishable off. by like nothing. Shut the fuck up then, you know, that's what I think. Not you, but the, the guy. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I dude, I'm so bummed. I have Devontae Adams on a squad. I, it's, I need him. Yeah, cry me a river, man. Goodness gracious. Let's bring back the 80s when it comes to NFL punishments, right? Like, you can't sack the quarterback. You can't shove photographers. I mean, come on. What can you do in the NFL anymore? I mean, can you can't get coked up anymore and play football? Come on. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah well, it, it, it's interesting. I don't know. We'll see. It's it's definitely you could be right. Like maybe he won't get suspended. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I, I got to say shout out Sports Gambling Podcast Network Fantasy Football YouTube. Love you guys. Uh, you know, we, we were hanging out with uh, one of our friends there, Justin Bruni, this last week. We watched the, the Commanders game at Top Golf uh, here in our area. And man, what, what a great game that was. A horrible, great game. I mean, it just. I I can't get, I can't get enough I can't get enough football so I'll, I'll take it. There's drama at the end. There's tons of drama at the end, and then now Carson Wentz is hurt too. So I mean, you know, it, a lot of things happened in that game. Brian Robinson came out. He scored a touchdown. Uh, Antonio Gibson looked way better. He did not get as many touches. Uh, well, what do you think about both these franchises as, as they're cratering towards obscurity, or are they are they you know, uh, you know the Bears maybe are they on the right track? What do you think? Uh, I know 10% of that game was showing Carson Wentz hand behind his back and his little hand warmer thing. That was, that was the hot (laughs) shot of the game. Have you noticed they do that now? Like anytime a quarterback like touches high five, somebody like you just start getting camera angles on the hand. Oh yeah. Like they did that with Mahomes in the chiefs game. Like they're just their best zoning in on the hand. Look at his thumb here. It touches someone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but he did break his hand. I mean, it's crazy. Right. He broke yeah. his hand. He continued yeah. to play the football around too. So I know. That's crazy. Yeah, football. It's exactly what you want it to be, gamers. And then my, my favorite were all the pictures of Justin Fields on the sidelines, like doing his breathing meditations and stuff. Those were oh, just really? Oh, yeah, they had they showed him. They talked about it, how he's been meditating and breathing. So he's over there on the sideline about to listen to his coaches after he fucked up. And he's just like... I want to get into that natural breathing before I listen to my OC. Tell me how shitty that drive. Robbie Anderson should have done some of that. (laughs) Robbie Anderson got kicked off of the field by his coach. That is Robbie Anderson needs a breathing coach. Big time. Oh, my (laughs) God. Money metal cakes from the junkies who won the chalk block tournament a second week in a row. I was listening to him on the junkies today. Yes, Randy. Now, he said that one time when this is not even allegedly, he shared the story about how Robbie Anderson threatened a police officer's wife with a good time in her eye one time after a police officer pulled him over 
he said to the officer, hey, I'm going to blank your wife in her eye, <laughs> you know? Jeez. Right. So I think, you know, and that's what you know, I heard that allegedly today on a alleged show, but uh, allegedly that happened. And so, you know, Robbie Anderson, to me, it sounds like he's, he's not making the best choices. And honestly, neither are the Carolina Panthers. Look at the quarterbacks they've gone through in the last I don't know, eight years. Uh, Cam Newton uh, was the best one. And that's not saying a lot because they've not been able to replace him. Sam Darnold, Dusty Baker, is that his name? <laughs> no, I know it's Baker Mayfield, but I'm calling him Dusty Baker from now on because Baker is terrible. So, well, breaking news: uh, he should. We 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 prep for the show and get our stuff all ready. So, uh, Robbie Anderson wasn't added to the wire, but I don't know. He's an Arizona Cardinal now, and oh, sure. also, huh? Did you not hear? You know, I've been working with children all right. day. Long. That's why I did. I, I was going to say, I don't know if you've heard. Breaking, breaking news. news. Break, hey, check this out. Yeah. Break, double breaking news. Double okay? breaking. Robbie Anderson, Arizona Cardinal. I like it. Marquise Brown potentially out for the season. Uh, so. That's terrible. I saw that play, by the way, and I thought he was going to be down and out. That looks so bad. I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't knee, see it. it go the right way. Or his, his it, foot it, it was something with his He was in a walking boot, yeah, uh, but foot didn't go the right way when he landed. I don't know what the injury is, but uh, the word on the street, I don't think there's been a, any official, um, uh, you know, proclamation statement. Yeah, yeah, they haven't put out a, an official statement yet, but the, the, the word on the street is that he is probably going to be out for the year. So they grabbed Robbie Anderson and yeah, yeah. And, and should be interesting. And you got, you got uh Rondale Moore now gets to keep playing the slot and you yeah. got, you got Robbie running those fly routes and then nuke comes back next week. So I love it. And what a perfect segue into our first segment. And that is trades to get paid. The NFL is trying to do it. And we're going to do it for you right now as well. Uh, so, uh, Mike Cash Collins, let's start off with your buy high. We've got buy high, buy low, sell high, sell low. You figure out how it goes. Let's start with your buy high candidate for this week. Man, buy high. Last week it was Brees Hall. You can't. It's just, it's, it was that was your that was your window. I think this is your window to buy high on Kenneth Walker. I mean, how good did he look with the rock in his hands? Like they were handing it off to him on third and fives, and he was just breaking through tackles, yeah, looking electric with the football in his hands. Uh, on, a, 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 you know, a team that. Nobody thought it's going to be three and three that just continues to look good. Their defense is playing good. Like they're going to be a tough team and he's going to get red zone opportunities. And I think this is your last week to buy high on Kenneth Walker from somebody who, you know, maybe had him this whole time. That's not the guy I think that you're going to be able to get him from unless you offer something fantastic. Uh, but maybe the guy who got him off the waiver wire, you know, if he if he was on your waiver wire, I would give up somebody real good to get yeah. Kenneth Walker. Yeah, he he looks like an RB one two ish for the rest of the season, and mm -hmm. uh, with, with no Penny uh, and DJ Dallas looking scared as shit. I don't know what's going on with him, but I don't know if you saw his picture. 
He looks like he's just scared out. Oh, in DraftKings? DraftKings, he looks scared and yeah. shit. Like, this is funny. That's like you. That's like you at your school pictures. Like that's yeah, what that looks like. It yeah. was so funny uh, over the weekend. So yeah, buy high. I think for he's sure. trying to be funny. I know. I think he saw something, and I, I want to know what he saw. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, my, my buy high is a little more uh, within reach. I think that this is a, a kind of a sneaky buy high guy. And I say by high because he finishes a top five tight end last week, and he's been increasing his snap share. He's increasing his route. All these things have kind of been going up for Robert Tunyon. And the reason I, I, I'm talking about him is because the other wide receivers are not really who Aaron Rodgers wants them to be yet. So maybe Tunyon does not get to see double-digit targets every week. Uh, that's a good point. I, I can go with you on that one. Um, but still, when you get double-digit targets in a week, you really see that that this is somebody that Aaron Rodgers is trusting, and this is somebody that, that he wants to get the football, and he feels safer throwing it to him than he does to his other wide receivers at this point. So I don't expect him to get 15 targets a game or 13 targets a game, but he's safe in that six, seven, eight range for a tight end. I think if you cut these targets in half, that's more likely of what you're going to get, and, and you're going to need Rodgers to depend on him the rest of the season, and I think that does happen, and I think he is a top 12 tight end the rest of the year, so a couple good weeks. He might be you know a little bit harder to get than he was before, um, but I think he is worth it if you need one of those tight ends who's just going to see volume consistently. I mean, I have him in the wire because he might be on your waiver wire. He's in the waiver wire in lots of 10-man leagues um, and possibly in 12-man leagues, uh, and here's the reason why I think it's a great call. Um, cause I don't even think you need to buy it. I don't think he would be necessarily that hard to get. And I think the future is bright. Randall Cobb, uh, you know, is potentially, you know, out for, you know, weeks at least. Uh, I don't, I was right. just looking it up while you're talking. He didn't break his ankle, but, um, you know, for the foreseeable future, uh, you know, he might go on the IR and then meanwhile, that's the area of the field where you, you can get the, the targets. So he right. is now, you know, not competing with Randall Cobb to get those targets. I love that. That's a great point. I'm so glad that we're, we're tag teaming it here. Um, all right, let's talk about two by lows right now. Uh, and I'll let you jump off with yours. Raheem Mostert. We talked about him last week. Uh, you know, he's been getting the touches. He had a little bit of a down performance this past week. I mean, uh, everybody did, uh, except for Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle on the team. Oh, and Mike Gusek. Everybody but him had a great game this week. Uh, so everyone had an up week but him. Um, and that's good for you if you want to buy low. Yeah, and I, I think he's just somebody that you can probably get low. He's really only had one big week where you you know you were getting excited for him, but I, I think the future is bright as long as he stays healthy. And um, you know, uh, you know, two is coming back this week. That's that's yep. what I'm. That's that's what I'm hearing in the grapevine. So um, I think that offense takes a leap forward, and. Uh, you know, whenever you have a really high powered offense like that, you know, he is now the clear RB one on that team. Right. So uh, it's just an opportunity to buy low. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and somebody who might be a little harder to get in the buy low category, but whose who's, um, manager might be a little frustrated is Travis Etienne. He has gone over 100 total yards in back to back weeks, which is great. Right. The first time but he's still not getting the points. He's not getting the touchdowns primarily. And touchdowns are really hard to predict for running backs. So just it's not something you can really do. Um, 
Uh, I mean, maybe if you're at Galladanian Tomlinson and you're like judging between 18 and 25 touchdowns, you could do something like that. But just saying a second year player really his rookie season, how many touchdowns he's going to get. It's not that it's not that great. But uh, I do think the writing is on the wall for him. I do think you see his is his usage increasing. Might be kind of hard to to pry that guy out of uh, you know somebody's hand. Might be a little bit tricky. He's got a fourth round pick, maybe invested in them. But if you know somebody in your league who is frustrated with ETN, and maybe you could do a little package deal. I think it'd have to be a package for him, right? Um, but I think he's somebody who, in the second half of the season, is going to get more opportunity. I think that offense gets better under Doug Peterson uh, and under Trevor Lawrence in that first year under Peterson. We saw what he did for Carson Wentz, and you've seen a turnaround in Trevor Lawrence so far. A little bit of a tough game uh, against the Colts, but their defense it has been tough on him over the years. Um, but still, I think it's a, it's an opportunity. Uh, you saw what uh, Jermichael Hastings did yesterday, taking one to the house. Uh, so there is opportunity in that offense, and I think it'll come around to ETN eventually. Thousand percent agree. Travis ETN is trending up, trending up. You know, uh, I think. Uh, he, he, his, his snap percentages are continuing to go in the right direction and, um, he's starting to materialize into that fourth round pick. So, um, you know, I, I, the future looks bright. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. All right. Let, let me jump into my sell high and then you can jump into yours. We'll kind of go the opposite. We did in the first two rounds. Um, my sell high is Brandon. Ayuk. now listen, honestly, I think brand is going to have a good rest of the season. Um, I think it's a little bit better that, that Jimmy G is in there for him. But at the same time, he's not the alpha in that in that offense at all. And then also Kittle is there uh, as mm -hmm. well. And so I think what you saw in this game was a game they were behind. They were passing and they were scheming to get back in the game. And I love that Ayuk was 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 featured. But uh, a lot of times Debo is featured. And so I'm, I'm just I, I'm if you have him, I know some people play. I kept him on their bench. My wife, she has a team. She's like Debo. Uh, I, I mean, uh, Ayuk was on my bench this week. He went off. So if somebody had him and they're on their bench, now is when you make a pitch for him, right? Uh, or now you try to sell. It, it, well, I'm going the other way around. If you want to buy, I guess. But if you're trying to sell, make sure you played him. Don't leave him on your bench and then try to sell high. That's not going to work. You know, make sure you played him last week. Um, but please do try to get something for Ayuk because I think the Kittle is going to come around more. You saw that he was a, a top five uh, you know, tight end this week. And then also uh, there's just Debo there. And I don't think Garoppolo is good enough to support three kind of top tier uh, receiving options at all. Uh, uh, dude, a hundred percent, uh, shout out Russell Carter, who, uh, reached out to the fantasy millionaires on Sunday. Uh, and I want to, uh, offer my official apology on, uh, this podcast because you'll never hear it. Uh, he won't ever listen to this. So I apologize to you because Russell reached out and asked, uh, should I start, uh, you know, these guys on my bench uh, over T Higgins. I said T Higgins. Uh, Brendan Ayuk was one of those guys. He goes bananas, two TDs. Um, and again, I that's why I love that this is a sell high guy because this is not, you know, th this is this is a perfect week to maybe cash in because yeah. it's, this is not going to be typical. No, and this isn't a dynasty thing. This is more a redraft, by the way. So if you're oh, like, yeah. Yeah, go to yeah, please uh, go talk to the dynasty nerds. We love you. Um, this is a redraft show. This is a redraft show, right. And then a little DFS sprinkled in at the end because, you know, we're savages. All right. Uh, <laughs> last uh, of our sell highs here this week, 
is your boy, D. Henderson. He was mitigated. He's been eviscerated. He's been elevated. Now he's being traded. So he's got the whole gamut on the show. We give him something each week for him to do. We do like him. Um, talk about why you're selling high right now. With Acres uncertainty, I am I'm, I'm I might – I thought about this. Day. You might I, buy. I might, might buy. I might, yeah. I might be your guy. You might be that's, selling that's exactly That's exactly why I think sell him now. Okay, I'm, 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 this is, this is me, you know, reading the tea leaves, trying to predict the future. Okay. I'm going with sell high now and you can sell them because it, I think Cam Akers might be done. Like, I don't know if he's coming back. Okay. Uh, but having many shares this year of Darrell Henderson, I saw a great tweet, uh, about, uh, the game and they're like uh rams running backs having a mid-off right now <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing here's the thing that's so funny a middle he, he's so it's just he's so that's mid bro so I, and here's the thing here's why i'm willing to sell high malcolm brown malcolm brown it's it's just gonna go it's just gonna go right back to the same thing like okay now yeah. You know, uh, he's going to be the new Cam Akers, and then Malcolm Brown's going to come in, and Malcolm Brown is the bigger back, so he's going to vulture goal line touches. Uh, he he was getting usage right away, you know, in, in week one without Cam Akers. Um, I think this is your opportunity right now to uh, get rid of this mid for somebody who needs a running back, and maybe you can get yourself, you know, a high-end wide receiver too. Yeah, I have to tweet out right now, uh, just just because. Were you blown by his number forty one yesterday? I did not like that. Why? That, that just it felt weird as a running back running with forty one. That's what you're supposed to have though. When you're when you're a a, a tailback, you're supposed to have a four. Is he a is he a is he a, a, a fullback though? Like no, fullbacks are threes. John, John, yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just thinking though here, like old yeah. school football, you know, '80s stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean, Travis Etienne's a one, and Mostert's a thirty-one. You know. Yeah, so, those days are over now. Yeah, I still understand. It's just really weird. So, um, but okay, it just, it does look weird for me when I see him out there in forty-one. I'm gonna tweet it out and just see if anyone else triggered. Um, but I'm a little triggered, but I think you should, you should, uh, definitely sell high. Uh, let's talk about selling low and, oh man, how the mighty have fallen ETN. I'm trying to, uh, CEH and, uh, Gibson here and uh, not looking great as the offense is kind of move in other directions. Which one of these guys do you think you could move easier CEH or Gibson right now? You know, it's probably about the same, uh, you know, they're both. I mean the Gibson thing. It I don't get it. I just don't get it. I think he's the better back. Uh, I think Brian Robinson should be an RB one on an NFL team because there's 32 teams. So he's he's that good of a back, but right. he's not as good as Antonio Gibson. Not so bad. I don't I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Um, you know, I just I, I guess I don't know enough. You know. Uh, why a rookie is better than a vet, um, why someone who um, looks like in every way they're better with the football in their hands. Um, but, you know, why a guy who was shot is like still taking over this guy who's like 100% healthy. I don't get it. 
Um, at CEH, I'll tell you what, that offense, um, there's three running backs. There's three running backs. Isaiah Pacheco is continuing to factor in. Um, Jarek McKinnon, I think, for the second week in a row, uh, led the team in snap share. Yep. Um, so it's just not, you know, uh, sell low. Get, see what you can get for, for the, I mean, people were talking about Clyde Edwards-Alaire uh, selling high weeks ago. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't know, I didn't know if I agreed and, and I agree now and I say sell low. So he's a sell for sure. He'll have yeah. these things where he pops up and get you a couple touchdowns, you know? Um, but maybe, maybe I, I think, I think Pacheco is going to continue to start. He Pacheco's got some pop, man. He really does. And his usage is, 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 you know, it, it, he's continuing. Like you're starting to see the rookies get a little bit more shine. Well, Sky Moore. And yeah. So I, if, if you, I think there's going to be games where Pacheco um, might, you know, might take over the, the one, a one B one C role. I think that's coming. Yeah. I mean, they're in a, in a total timeshare right now where right. Edwards Allaire has, has 59 attempts. Uh, and then between them, they have 58 attempts. Uh, and then target wise, he has 18 and between them, uh, they have the, the Jarek McKinnon and uh, Pacheco, they have 16 and then Michael Burton has two. So like, yeah, you're, you're getting half, you're getting a 50% share. And then if you don't get the touchdown passing touchdown equity, uh, then, you know, which they have four passing touchdowns to their running backs. They do, they do do that. But if you're guessing the wrong one, like last week, Jerick McKinnon, so, you know, so whatever, it's not, it's not great. So uh, I'm with you. All right, let's jump from this to the wire. We got a little bit of shorter wire this week as we got to get in. You, you don't got a lot of good things on the wire. N nothing I'm breaking the bank on. Uh, these are guys you may or may not want on your teams, uh, but because we're hitting buys, you just might need somebody to start this week. You're desperate. Uh, so let's start with Marcus Mariota. He passed the ball 14 times in the game. I think he started the game 13 for 13, and I think later he threw one incompletion. So um, tip of the cap. And he rushed for a touchdown, as you see here. Uh, the 49ers guys waving to him, saying, good job. Uh, what do you think about Marcus Mariota uh, this week? And kind of, he's not a starter every week. So how are you going to manage him if he's on your team? W you know, 49ers, I don't think I would have started him in that matchup if I would have been playing quarterback roulette, just given their their tough defense. So it, it, I'm not saying he's, he's matchup proof, but kind of how do you assess him going forward? I mean, here's the thing. Uh... How about Falcons are three and three, right? How how about say whatever you want about Arthur Smith? Falcons are three and three, and you know, sadly for the Kyle Pitts owners, uh, Marcus Mariota ain't going anywhere. They're they're gonna throw the ball fourteen times a game with him as their quarterback, and they're yes. winning games. Yep. Uh, so, um, you know what what is he? He he is a a a. Like a imposter white version of Michael Vick. I mean, it, you know, he's got legs, he's got wheels. Uh, not a lot of shimmy and shake, but the stat line can look nice with all the rushing yards and uh, his ability to make that offense work. And they get down the field, and then they do have Kyle Pitts, who they do have Drake London. So you 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 might you might get that you might get that night nice fantasy. Uh, 
you know, passing touchdown with all the rushing yards. So he's he's somebody that, you know, this is this is the waiver wire now. It's not good, you know. You you're picking him up if you have uh, if you're good. playing if you're playing QB carousel and you don't like that that second QB. Yeah. Yeah, now I'm with you. If you're doing the next uh, quarterback, Matt Ryan, you're, you're not probably enjoying it either. Maybe your quarterback's on bye next week um, and you're desperate for something. But I will say this. He does play the Titans. They give around 21 points per game to quarterbacks. They're not great against wide receivers. Uh, Michael Pittman and him are back. They made up whatever their problems were. They were like, okay, yeah, JT got between us. Well, now he's on here. Well, I still love you. Mm-hmm. Give me every t- target. Give me a slant. You know, take another slant. Okay, have another slant. Oh, yeah, slant me up, boy. All the time. He's the new slant boy. He's looking great. I love that. Uh, we might see him later in DFS stacks of cash. Um, but Matt Ryan, I don't think he's going to throw for 300 yards every game, but he might get you How about 389 yards right. every game. Right, right. He'll get you by three TDs. I bet you get you 265, two touchdowns around 22 points next week. So if you need just a, a floor guy, Matt Ryan's a floor guy. He's not a ceiling guy next week. Um, what do you think of Ryan? Would you would you put him on your team? Uh, you think he's resurging there as a skeleton? Yeah, I do. I do. I think, uh, I think again, he fits in that QB carousel system where um, you don't like your second guy. I think Matt Ryan can have big weeks. So uh, I, 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 you know, that was an interesting performance. And again, it kind of fits with who he is, man. Like, don't count that dude out. Like that's Matty ice, bro. Sorry, I'm coughing to death over here, choking on my own Maddie Ice claim. Um, Kenyon Drake, holy! Sh- I mean, what dude? He looked like he was shot out of a cannon compared to to J.K. Dobbins, who's just back there like umfa umfling. He had a knee thing, so that's another thing that's really interesting here. His knee tightened up, okay, and that's why Kenyon Drake uh, was, you know, Justice Hill is injured, so Kenyon Drake got the looks. Here's an interesting wrinkle, okay. Yeah, uh, wrinkle me this, wrinkle me that. Yeah, and I, 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 I should have put him in the discussion here for the wire. The Gus bus, the Gus bus is coming back. Oh, really? I think the Gus bus is the one to own. Uh, out of everybody, as good as Kenyon Drake looked, he did. He looked so fast, right? Didn't he? So fast. He really did. Not out of a cannon. He was crushing it. I think the Gus bus is is the one that I want. All right, you I'm got gonna, us. I'm going to take, I'm going to Drake. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to start singing, you know, my Drake songs later this year when, when Drake goes past the Gus bus. Maybe. I'm doing me. I'm doing me. I'm living life, right? Maybe now. the Gus bus's knee will tighten up just like J.K. Dobbins did, too. I don't know who their surgeons are. I hope they're not the same guys. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, Tyrion Davis Price. Talk about him real quick. Another RB that might be available that is probably going to. Oh, he's available. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He got one snap in this last game. However, if we go back to last week, I believe it was last week on the show, we had uh, medical professional Bo coming in telling us how Tyrion Davis Price was going to be out till mid November. And no, he started on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, the oh, there's my man. There's yeah, my man. The yeah. Uh, he was coming. He, oh, he, and TDP sucks. sucks. Of course. Of course. He sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, Are you picking listen, him up to fight, Bo? I love it. Listen. <laughs> listen. I'm not saying he's going to be the man. I will say Jeff Wilson had a bad game. Fumbled. Tevin Coleman is old. 
They yes. they spent a third round draft pick on this guy. He had moments where he looked electric in the preseason. Had one good game already. So, uh, I don't you know I don't know what you do with them if you have that you know kind of last spot on your roster that you don't you want to play around with. I think TDP is worth an add because you just never know with this offense how things are going to play out and he might he might get you know 15 carries next week you just don't know yeah so we'll see we'll see i just tweeted out your 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 take uh and it was tevin oldman <laughs> tevin oldman yeah tevin oldman was the yeah. tweet and then just a laughing face so uh all right a couple wide receivers here uh chase claypool Apparently, him and Mitch Trubisky are, you know, friends. And afterwards, I don't know if you heard the interview where they talked to Chase. Man, he was talking so much dap up for 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 Mitch Trubisky and how much respect he had for him dealing with the situation, uh, being a kind of the starter, losing it to the backup. And and it's, I mean, Claypool, he looked great. He, he's come out of of nowhere. He's had all these gifts. We saw what he could do, and I don't understand yeah. what's gone on. Like he when he said he could be the third best wide receiver in the league, like. Honestly, I thought he could. I, yeah, it's shocking, but maybe he's just a knucklehead. But, you know, I mean, I think with the right situation, maybe the right quarterbacks. He doesn't have great quarterbacks. Uh, he also seems like he's a little bit arrogant, honestly, as well. He needs like, to learn a little bit. Mike Tomlin's a no-nonsense motherfucker. So, you know, um, but do you think there's a role for him, you know, in, in this offense moving forward? Pickens, uh, how, I mean, I don't know he's, how long he's going to be out for. He did leave the game. kind of why Claypool was there more featured. Uh, what do you hear? What, what are little birdies telling you about Pickens? Um, listen, when it comes to Claypool, th these are welcome to the wire. These are all the last spot on your bench, right? Like, I mean, it, it, I, I, I don't know what to make of Claypool. I, it, it, it's been odd. It's been odd watching what he has devolved into right. from those like three TD games that he was putting up in. Yeah, was that 2020? He was yeah. doing that. He was doing that on the regular. Oh, um, and he, you know, he's so tall, he's so strong, you know, jumps up, high points the ball. And we just haven't really seen it since. Like it's just kind of slowly, like he'll have good games. I don't know if that's what this is or not. Um, but I can see the allure of adding him. Um, we just don't know. I I I think the talent is there, so um, you know, we'll see. I mean, uh, you know, Pickett was in concussion protocol, so I think he's going to get the job back. You know, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be. Yeah. So I don't know what that does to Claypool's value as well. Yeah. It just, I mean, so the first two years, he, the big disparity is those touchdowns. He had nine touchdowns the year one, and then he had two touchdowns year two. He had 109 targets, 105 targets, uh, 873 receiving yards, 860 receiving yards, uh, you know, eight targets per game, 8.2 targets per game, 14 yards per reception, 14.6. Like, it's the same shit. Now, though, you know, Pickens definitely has passed him on the depth chart this year, and his, all his measurables are down. But the touchdowns, like, dude, that guy has got an, a nose for the end zone. I don't understand why Mike Tomlin doesn't see that. You saw it for a window, and you were like, that's something that's a game changer. And then you're like, let's not do that anymore. 
I don't see that anymore. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. It just, whatever. I don't care. I'm moving on. All right. Uh, uh, Wondell Robinson, what, what do you think? Or Wayne Dale? Am I, am I mispronouncing it? I don't, make I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Wondell. Wondell, baby. Woo! Bring yeah. him back. I yeah. snagged him last week. Uh, again, uh, this is last spot on your roster because this is the Giants. Uh, you know, I, 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 we're going to have a wide receiver for him. He, he, listen, they need people so bad. Uh, sadly to say, Wondell Robinson was not getting, uh, he had the touchdown. He had three catches. Okay. So it turns into a nice fantasy day. Right. Um, you know, uh, I think he had like 11 snaps or something like that. Like right. not right. good. M Marcus Johnson was the guy that they were looking. He was the, he was the wide receiver one on that team in terms of snaps. So again, this is good because Wondell Robinson is the the better talent. Um, you know he has wheels, and so uh, Big Blue. How about Big Blue is five and one? So I think Wondell Robinson is just a, you know he's an attractive ad to see uh, how. Let's everybody give props to Brian Dable as just doing his thing as a head yeah. coach oh, because yeah. that team should not be five and one. And they are five and one, and you I can't agree. take that. And and the reason why they're five and one is because of him, and 100%. because they're doing all sorts of creative stuff with just the garbage outside of Saquon Barkley that they have in terms of the uh, well, you even know with the garbage they have a quarterback. They'll just be like, all right, we're down the goal line. Take take the quarterback out, and then we'll put Saquon at Wildcat, and then you can do whatever you want, Saquon. You know they're minimizing mean? his turnovers, his propensity right. to give the ball over. Like they're just doing everything right. So I think that that's another you know check mark on Wandale Robinson is I expect him to um they find creative ways to use him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but we're all in sync. This is this is incredible. I think, you know, uh right now leader in the clubhouse for coach of the year. I did say on Twitter today to somebody uh, who, you know, we were we're simpatico. You know, people are like, "Ah, oh, this is the first the worst 5 and 1 team ever and blah blah." blah. Okay. I I for people say, "Oh, this is the worst 9 and 7 team to make the playoffs." Oh, okay. That's the worst 9 and 7 team to like, you know, beat Aaron Rodgers. Oh, okay. That's the worst 9 and 7 team to like uh it was in, in Lambo by the way. Uh worst 9 and 7 team to like uh, you know, beat Tom Brady and stop an undefeated team. Like who cares? Like they, like mm -hmm. they get, like if they're five and one and everybody else is not five and one, just shut up. Like shut mm -hmm. up. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Just shut up. Mm -hmm. And that's not to anybody in particular. It's just in the in general, everybody's needs to. I don't need anybody to qualify anything for me. Thanks for sharing what you think, though. You know, what put I mean? like, some respect on Big Blue, bro. Just do it because oh. they are they are not to be trifled with. Yeah, right. Well, it doesn't matter though. Like that's the thing. Like. When they look at the record books and they don't go, hey, man, this team right here that won the Super Bowl, this is not, they didn't have a lot of talent. You know I mean? just want to let you guys know. <laughs> We're at the bar, you know. We'll give you guys a scrapbook update. You know, like, the Giants beat Tom Brady twice. Like, they, Tom Brady could have 19,000 Super Bowls, you know? So how about if they ever get Kadarius Tony back, which I don't think they will, uh, that offense is going to start being scary because yeah. he's electric. Yeah, well, I don't want to like go too far ahead into tight ends, but I do like Daniel Bellinger because he he's getting looks and and he's both guy too. So, um, but one last guy, Ben Skaronic. You know, I mean, it doesn't sound sexy on, on the outside of it. You know, it, it sounds kind of gross. Um, uh, he hates them, by the way. He's a Dallas mm -hmm. fan, dude. He's a huge. He's a Dallas guy who just he's a fan. What a silly fan. His team just got destroyed <laughs> by the e Eagles last night. The 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 six and zero eggs. So, yeah, 
him yeah. and Skip Bayless were having a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, they're they're yeah over uh, drinking, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, Ben Skoranek, to get back to to Big Benny Boo, uh, I I like the fact that he's not Allen Robinson and he's on the other side of the field with Cooper Cup, and sometimes you know is the truth. <laughs> is that Cooper Cup? No, no. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what you think. Yeah, you can't tell, and neither and neither can Stafford when he's about to get sacked. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it to that white ghost over there. White guy over there. It's it's just I see know. a white devil. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. It is just uh, Ben Skoranek season. So please do snag him if you need him. Uh, last little guy at wide receiver that I would I would take. Um, all right, Bellinger, Robert Tunyon, and then Dawson Knox, because, you know, he has been down. He's in our league he's picked up, but he is available in a lot of leagues. Uh, you so think? He- I'm shocked that you put him on there. I know you were, but, I mean, right now, let me ask you a question. What, Where do you think he, he fits in tight end-wise just overall? I want to get your guess. I'm going to pull, pull, pull. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. Right. I mean, right. 19, 23. Okay, let's see. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> All right, I need. To, I'm on draft. He had a good game. He did. He did. Let's go see where Dawson murdered came. me. Murdered me in my fantasy matchup. Dawson Knox is at right now. He's right behind Kyle Pitts. <laughs> twenty three. He might be available. Twenty three. I said twenty three. I got. I got he might be available. He just might be available. Right? Okay. So. I mean, down there with 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 uh, Darren Waller, Kyle Pitts, George Kittle, Dawson Knox. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are those are the guys. So uh, he might be available, but uh, who do you think? I mean, Bellinger's definitely available. We know that for sure. Bellinger's available. Yeah, he's available, and, and I do like him uh, in this offense. Like you said, there really is nobody. He he's he's developing into somebody. You know, Bo's been all over him. Uh, I do think he's somebody who who gets it done. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, I get, I gave him a look see, and I, you know, I, I don't disagree with adding him to the wire because we're talking tight end. It's just what a, what a, you know, sad uh, state of affairs. Yeah, it's just like you know, it. <laughs> I mean, to me, he looks like a low end tight end too. Is what he looks like. You know, oh, yeah. he'll have he'll have a touchdown week. Oh, shoot. Yeah, and then he'll and then he'll you know give you two points so well, i was surprised you said tunyon because i mean i didn't think he'd be available and and you know i've seen tunyon out there man he's you know a lot of he had nine though like that's way different than Knox. like tight end nine is just i mean he's averaging nine points per game you know so i mean i don't know i i, I didn't think he'd be available. yeah i mean here's here's ppr format six three nine ten six and then 19 so that all adds up but it's after this past week so 19 is why he's tight end nine. If he did had another six, mm. you know, he's probably I just drafted him and didn't. Yeah, I just didn't drop him in, in some of my sleeper leagues. So, but I mean, the difference between him and Dawson Knox is 19 points right now. So yeah. neither one particularly well, sexy. They're not. They're not. I, I think Robert Tunyon and Dawson Knox. I would love to have either one of those guys. Yeah. Well, let's talk about two things that are sexy, and that's the Jets defense. I mean, I think they are. Uh, the corner particularly. Yeah. Do you see Sauce Gardner wearing the cheese head and then one of the, the Packers players ran over? Alan Lazard. Yes, I thought it was Lazard. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I didn't want to name him, but uh, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was too. Uh, he has pads off, you know, and and uh, he's kind of ran over and tipped it off. I thought it was pretty funny. 
And uh, but Sauce is the real deal, man. He's a top twenty corner right now as a rookie. That's awesome. And that's what they drafted him for. I mean, he's number one. Look at his shirt. I mean, he's uh, he's young. He's a bullion. He's is he's even said on his interview afterwards. There's so many Packer fans here. So many people here cheering for us and being here. I see you, Pack. I mean, or, um, uh, Jets fans here in in Packerville. You know, like I see you, Jets fans. Like I'm with you. I was just so cool. He's acknowledging that you know when they're in Green Bay, he is still seeing the Jets fans and and he's hearing them and, and they mean a lot to him. So this guy seems like he knows all the right things to say and bring this team together. And uh, I like him a lot. Uh, and how, so- how about Vegas has right now uh, offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year odds on favorites, Brees Hall and Sauce Gardner. Those are the the two rookie of the year according to Vegas currently. Those are the odds on favorites right now to win it. So sauce is balling out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, I would send that guy some sauce, Bo. I would just say the hottest, I would send this to him uh, in a care package, make it nice and just say the hottest sauce for the hottest corner in the NFL. Bo's hot box. Send it right to him. That's what I would do. Package him up. You know, get it in the stadium. It's nice. You know, people are looking around like, what do you got there? He's got the, the hot sauce. Maybe give him three bottles. That's all. I'm, I'm going to have to re-up pretty soon. I'm, I had, I've got three bottles from Bo at the Expo. I'm I'm, I'm currently past halfway. So I'm uh, like, I can't, I'm back on the sauce, man. I can't. I got to get that sauce, bro. Yeah. I say send it to him at the stadium, bro. They'll put it in his locker. He'll just come by one day. It'll be his locker. You can put in there like, uh, you know, uh, the hottest sauce in the world, the best sauce in the world. I, I, I figure it out, man. I can't do it for you. All right. Um, and then Miami going up against, you know, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They didn't look too terrible, but Miami does have a nice ball hawking, intercepting, turnover, you know, rubble rousing, you know, in your face, have a taste defense. So. And getting to a back, you know, the offense should hum, should stay on the field. And that also is going to, you know, up the value of the defense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like those ways. All right. Uh, let's jump over to elevate, mitigate, and eviscerate. And we'll, we'll start right away. You mentioned two. I thought it was a, a great segue here to elevate. Uh, you're saying bring him back. You're not worried at all. He's clear. He's good to go. If the, if the franchise is behind him, you can be too. Yeah, why not? And why not play? You know, it's interesting. Um, you know, I, I I thought the Pittsburgh Steelers were a really good defense. They lose TJ Watt. Okay, makes sense. They take a, a slight step back. But then over the course of the next few weeks, they turn into hot trash garbage, just dumpster trash dumpster yeah. trash all those fire poop worst team in the nfl maybe then they beat the bucks right. so <laughs> this is freaking football you don't know at home but if we're looking at the numbers um quarterbacks tend to do well against the pittsburgh steelers and in particular i like this uh, set of wide receivers uh, going up against the Steelers. There's just nothing you can do. You have Jalen Waddle. You have Tyreek Hill. Um, right. And, good yeah. And, um, you know, as long as there's nothing, there's no setback. I think Tua is, um, you know, you, 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 you've had them and you've waited and uh, go ahead, activate, elevate, bring him in. I think this is going to be a nice game. Uh, I think, he gets right back out there and establishes why he was the, uh, you know, the, the, the future for this franchise. Yeah, no, I, I like that call too. And, and if you had 
a, a more, uh, I guess, vociferous pass rush with Watt there, I would be a little more hesitant. But with no Watt, Oh, lights are out. Okay. Uh, that's a great picture, by the way. I, I get all the pictures off of Getty Images, and they're pretty cool. This one was from last year. I uh, do like them. Against the G-Men. Yeah, it was in a shadow in, in MetLife Stadium. So, uh, pretty cool. All right. I'm going to talk about my guy real quick. I, I talked about you know trading him, sell high. Maybe sell him after this week. Because this week, he's playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, and the Kansas City Chiefs, we saw what receivers just did to them. Uh, they're not great against receivers. And you know that in this game, they're probably going to be losing to the Chiefs and they're going to have to be passing the football. And so I, I see IU getting eight to 10 targets. Uh, I think you can kind of ride him one more week if you want to dangle him this week and people be like, no, 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 he's not going to do it for a while. I'd be like, oh, yeah, watch this week. And then maybe you can increase the price of your, your value a little Ooh, bit. a little dangle week. That's, yeah, I like that. I like that strategy stacks. A little yeah, dangle. It's a dangle week, and you, you listen. You do this thing where you don't actually put them on the block, or you put them on the block, and then you take offers, or you call friends in your DMs and your groups and stuff, and you're just like, ah, anybody interested in IU? And then people, you know, anybody says anything, then you just kind of play the game with them that week. You know, like be almost about to trade, unless they just offer you something really good and just make the trade. But you know, if they're kind of middling you, give me one of those. How about this? How about this for a little trade trade strategy? You okay. send the offer, and then you immediately rescind it. You no know, you get it. Yeah, you get them coveting it. You know, yeah. like why do you rescind it, bro? It, it you comes know, in and then it goes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it comes in and then you just immediately rescind. Oh, it's so fun. The mind games of trading is so much. Yeah. Really oh, it's is. so hard. Oh yeah, it's really it's a, it's a masterful experience. So, but Ayuk, I think, is somebody who will have a good game given just the the upside in the in the offense. And, the, and they're gonna have to keep up with the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are pretty good. So you know, they score points. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm with, uh, Romeo Dobbs for, uh, uh, week seven. Okay. I, I've been watching, I, I've been tuning into a lot of, uh, Packers content in this 2022 season. Um, he, he, he's getting the looks, he's getting the targets, uh, for whatever reason, um, they've been, they're just close. Um, he's really only had one worthwhile game of note Nine um, Man, that's you, you like that i mean that's what i'm saying it, and guess what he plays the commanders this week who oh. just do not have anybody that could deal with alan lazard or Jeremy yeah. Dobbs. Yeah. so I, I i i i think he um is i think he's the one i think they'll both have good games um but i i wouldn't be surprised you know, and that's what that's what we do here in Elevate Mitigative Us Rate. We try and take those players that Fringy. you know Fringy you guys. just don't know about, right? And then we make our progress. Sometimes we're right, sometimes we're wrong. Okay. I'm saying Romeo Dobbs week seven has a good week, and we'll see. Yeah, no, no. I I, I like it. And against the commanders, I do think there's a, there's upside because they're not very good. Uh we know this. We live here in Washington, DC, and we've 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 heard all the pundits, we've heard all the people call in uh it, it's not great so yeah all right. they're like um, fifth worst in the nfl and i think they're even worse than that that that's sounds... i think when they play aaron Rodgers, they're gonna go to like third worst yeah well I, speaking of 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 worst um the last time we saw the detroit lions 
they were they're on a bye this week, by the way. That's why we didn't see them this week. They were auditioning for one of the worst defenses in the NFL, and they still are. They, they'll be auditioning this week as well uh, against the Dallas Cowboys. And so your your call of Tony Pollard, as soon as you saw it, I was like, I'm going to attach my name to that. It's like it's like your your friend's going up for a slam dunk, and you just like jump up next to him and like hold his hand. You know, you're like, yes, double slam dunk because uh, I I love this call. What we're seeing is. You know, uh, Zeke is is being, I mean, literally in front of our face. He's just being bypassed. Uh, the skill is there for Pollard. It's, you know, D- Dallas, I, I mean, they're, they're, they're figuring it out, kind of. Um, but, I mean, I think Pollard, you know, even though last week he didn't, he didn't shine. They split carries. He had more targets. So, it's a timeshare. It's a 50-50. He just didn't get the red zone touchdown run, uh, which I got to say, I do like the Elliott ran sideways. was pretty good. But. I, I like both backs in this game, but I think Pollard really has explosive upside. And, and here's the thing. Um, you know, Zeke has a good game last week. I mean, uh, you know, versus the Eagles. Okay. Here, here, here's how you can generally kind of play it with Tony Pollard. It's just almost every other week. And he, he, he has to break one uh, in order for, I mean, this is, he's perfect. Elevate, mitigate, eviscerate. Cause like maybe next week, we're going to say mitigate Tony Pollard. Okay. Right. Elevate him this week versus the Lions because uh, his talent, I I agree. I think he's the better running back. I think he has surpassed Zeke, but Zeke still looks good. It's not like Zeke looks bad. He looks great. Just Tony Pollard is electric. And he, I think, you know, uh, you know, for a DFS play as well this week, Tony Pollard um, is somebody that, that, you know, he, he he could break he could break a seventy yarder easily yeah. versus yeah. the Lions. No, I like that a lot. Uh, all right, let's just uh, shift to tight end here. Gerald Everett, I love this call. This this call is another one of those where I'm like, are we going to both slam dunk this together? Uh, the the uh, facing uh, the Seattle Seahawks, they give up twenty four points per game to tight ends, which is a asinine number. Because the next team gives up 18 points, the 31st ranked team. Like it's a whole derivation above almost. You know what I mean? You're getting in derivations of six here, they're one whole six above, uh, breaking it down. That is not great for them. It's great for us, though. Yeah. Big Gerald Everett week. I mean, um, you know, you, you you saw it this past week with Zach Ertz, you know, um, just ton of targets. Um, and he's open. And that's that's how it's going to play out here with Gerald Everett week seven. Yeah. I mean, what I love about uh, Gerald Everett uh, already so far is, you know, he's got two touchdowns. He's got over 200 yards. You know, he's got almost 30 targets. And he hasn't played. He's playing again tonight. So uh, I, I think that this is a good opportunity for him, too. And in and, and DFS, his price will be set before tonight. So if he does go off or, if, you know, he blows it, uh, whatever, either way, uh, it, it shouldn't be affected. So I like that, too. All right, let's talk about defense. We'll get into mitigate real quick after this. Let's talk about Denver. Uh, does Denver have a cupcake? They got they got a nice little matchup here, do they? Uh, yeah, I, I like their matchup. Let's talk about it here. What, what do you see in this week for Denver that you want to ride them? Uh, well, I mean, it's not a cupcake matchup. I mean, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, I just, I, I expect this to be uh, a, an unsexy game. And I honestly think the Broncos are, I mean, they have, you know, the opposite uh, of Brian DeBole as their head coach. I mean, it's like, you know, 
the, their record should be so much better, in my opinion. Uh, watching lots of the because they're on every primetime game. I've been watching. Right. Uh, I, I, I think, I think the Broncos. Um, uh, let's. They're probably not going to win tonight, but let's say they win tonight. Um, if they don't win tonight, I would expect them. I think they will beat the Jets. Um, unless they just implode tonight. Uh, and I think that Denver D is good. And I just expect this to be a low scoring affair. Um, and it, it's, it, you, there's somebody that also might be on the waiver wire that you could plug and play. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. And I like the jets against them too. I mean, I think you could play either one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you could <laughs> It'd be one of those <laughs> shitty games. It's uh, auditioning for Thursday night football. Totally. You know? Or is it Thursday night football? No, it's 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 a home game for Denver okay. um, on a Sunday. So, okay. yeah. all right, uh, let's talk mitigation here. Mitigation. We got a little mitigate. Uh, I, I I tried to find pictures of, of them getting mucked up a little bit, but you know I couldn't find a bad one of Tunyon. He's just beautiful. He's got his hair. He's he's got a ball. He's huge. He's, so I could. But uh, you know we talked about Tunyon. We we like him. He is tight end nine. But this week we don't like him. Mm-mm. Don't like them this week. Um, you know, the commanders, as bad as they are. Um, top three against tight ends, man. Only top three against tight ends. You know, yeah, it's it's the, I guess, the only position that they do well. I don't even understand how they do do well because they don't really have a good I'll tell you why. The other, the other wide receivers are doing so well that they don't. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe he will have a really good game. Yeah. We don't know. Uh, but don't they should. You know, if we're going on the numbers, right. uh, commanders right. have done well so far versus tight ends. Yeah, if, if they've kept them in front of them because they've been blocking and running and then scoring through the other way of the passing. And so, right. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Um, but anyway, uh, let's talk uh, Trevor Lawrence. Right. He looks mitigatable uh, every other week. Is he on an every other schedule too? kind of like, yeah, kind of right. He's fitting in that every other category. He's got the, he's got the giants this week, big oh, blue, oh, that yeah. defense last week. We said sit big blue. Cause you're playing Lamar. Well, they're not playing Lamar this week. And right. um, you know, uh, Trevor Lawrence is much more sackable yes, than Lamar and Jackson. Acceptable too. And even, interceptable. Even though I don't know, I think they only have they've only intercepted one one time this year, and their first interception came against uh, Lamar last week on a play that was a right. play from the beginning where it was hiked and it didn't go well, and he dropped it. He ran around through it. So, um, but I do think Big Blue. I would start them in, in defense too. We didn't talk about elevating them, but they, I mean they they held strong against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, man, teams in New York this year looking looking better than we thought. So uh, I like them. Uh, and are they at home? Is that is that uh, for them? Or are they on the road in Jacksonville? Uh, here you want me to Google yeah, real quick? I got it. I found it. They're in Jacksonville, which is fine. Okay. I think they'll still be fine. The running backs travel. Like that's the thing. When you got a running game and you can push people around, you know. And you saw what the Eagles did. The Eagles pushed them around a lot when they rushed for like 200 yards on them and three touchdowns, whatever. Miles Sanders was, you know, racking up career rushing totals. So. Uh, I think that Saquon is going to be running all over them this this week. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. I think that's not a game that Trevor Lawrence maybe gets a lot of throws in, but probably not going to be super effective. So I'm with you uh, on that one too. Uh, we talked about Ceh. We don't really need to, to belabor that point. He's not. He's getting half the shares. And 49ers have not been bad against the run. Uh, I mean, listen, the, the the Falcons. All they do is run the football. They just want to bludgeon you with the football. And they did okay job against, uh, you know, the, the 49ers. 49ers are banged up on D, banged up on the offense as well. Um, I would say I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to line up against them and, like, p- 
run the ball down their throat. That's just kind of not their their mm-hmm. makeup. Uh, so uh, I- I'm with you on the Clyde Edwards for their fade. Uh, what about his division mate, Hunter Renfro? He looks deep in thought here, trying to figure out why is Mike Cash Collins fading me? I got a whole week to rest. You know, my my league mate, uh, running mate, might be suspended here. Devontae, why Adams. do I look like I should work at a Toys R Us? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, just things are not trending in the right direction, and uh, I'm not I'm not willing to trust them coming back. Um, you know, if for whatever reason the NFL comes down quick with some type of ruling against Devonte Adams and he's suspended week seven, which I don't think will happen, uh, then uh, I would you know potentially think about you know starting him. But um, either way. Uh, that offense is just run the football, man. So it's just, it's a totally different look from last year. I mean, they're just pounding the rock with Josh Jacobs as much as they can. And, um, you know, Hunter, Hunter Renfro is getting lost in the sauce. Um, and you have Matt Collins emerging, um, and Devante is obviously, uh, the person that needs to get targeted the most on that team. So, um, Hunter Renfro is almost you know um mitigatable for the foreseeable future as far as i'm concerned i mean he's not drop but he's he's bench yeah no he's bench he's mid uh he's mid yeah and and then terry mclaurin oh man you know what green bay does pretty good against wide receivers that's the one thing they do and i mean maybe this is the game that terry mclaurin just like bolts through the ceiling well, you're gonna get taylor heineke so right. that'll be interesting because they did have a connection they did have a connection but i mean green bay has still done a pretty good job against wide receivers they give up under 30 points per game so. yeah he'll probably get jair alexander so yeah which is a that's not good order. that's not good i don't i don't like that i don't like that so yeah. I'm, I'm mitigating him also i mean maybe uh chris samuel learns how to catch <laughs> this week uh i don't know that's kind of really weird but uh I, i'm i'm fading the washington commanders in general their offense i don't think it's going to be high flying uh, i say give sam howell a little bit of a, a tick and, and see what he does but whatever I don't know. yeah uh, they're not going to i wish not. they would yeah but they're not they're going with taylor hey imagine the commanders making a mistake that franchise has never done anything <laughs> wrong <laughs> yeah yeah. All right. Uh, 49ers DST. We saw them get run over by the Falcons of all people last week. Uh, why are we fading them this week? Is it the Chiefs? Is it just is it the play? Chiefs? Yeah, it's the Chiefs. That's correct. Yeah, okay. it's it's Patrick Mahomes. It's Travis Kelsey. It's Juju. It's CEH. It's Isaiah Pacheco. It's Nicole Hardman. It's it, that that offense it doesn't matter as long as you have Patrick Mahomes uh, that they're good. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. All right. We, we didn't, we didn't put a slide together. These were last week's um, uh, eviscerate, but I wanted to show you who the first person was last week here. This is our boy, Elijah Moore. Uh, so uh, we wanted we wanted to add one friend though. Uh, and that was MVS. We, we want to put MVS on there too. He, he just, yeah, was, maybe he yeah. had a touchdown. Yeah. Touchdown. Except I for- know. I know. I mean, he's like, he's like, you know, MVS is that last spot on your roster. Like, you know, he'll have his good weeks and his bad weeks, but putting up a donut, you know, whew. not good. No, I played him against bone. I still beat Bo. What does it say about me? <laughs> I, I, I played him in two leagues. So that might be why I'm a little yeah, angry. A little better. I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. Three leagues. 
because I have them in Dynasty. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. Well, you know, you're a little bitter. That's okay. All right. Uh, let's, let's quit. We, we we're almost out of here. We got DFS stacks of cash and three tweets. We'll be done for the evening. Thank you for everybody sticking it out. Appreciate Andrew and Bo jumping in. Brad, everybody listening at home or on the podcast. Please like, subscribe, follow the Fantasy Millionaires on Twitter, FF Millionaires. Uh, follow the YouTube. Uh, do all that good stuff. Right. All right. Let's talk our DFS stacks of cash. Last week, by the way, um, I, I won, and by I think I've won three straight weeks. Uh, of our little contest. And I think I've won four of six in, uh, between us. I think you won two in a row. I think I've won one. And then you went I think two so. Three, and then I've won the last. So I'm four and um, and you're two and Bo's zero. Now, Bo's not building 100 laps every week. He did it last week for the first time. He was up there. He did 170. Good for you, Bo. Why don't you jump on the team since you talk DFS? Why don't you build some lineups? Oh, boy. You get, you're going to lose every week because we're going to build 150 lineups at we least. Are. We are going to build. I build 150 every time. So last week I was in the money. I did well. I won on on all fronts. I'm going to win tonight again. I love DFS. It's so exciting. All right. So let's talk these stacks of cash. Your diamond stack, man. Uh, what a great comeback uh, for me in, in some of these uh, leagues I had last week with Jamar Chase uh, stacked up with Joe Burrow. Mm, so sexy. My best play by 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 all means last week. We running it back this week against Atlanta. Only 15-1. I love this play. If you didn't take it, man, I was going to steal it. Yeah, man. I mean, it's 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 Jamar Chase season. I, I, I you you got to see that offense as long as T Higgins is on the field, um, he gets to be electric. You you honestly don't know necessarily who's going to pop off. Um, so, but I I expect Joe Burrow to, to put together another really nice week. So I want Burrow, and I'll take the higher price on chase because as good as T Higgins is, and sometimes I think he even is the better wide receiver T Higgins can't do what Jamar chase can do, which is break 60 yarders, like almost yeah. any single game. And he, they're playing the Falcons who are, you know, top five or six worst at covering the position. Um, you, you have T Higgins, uh, and it's going to be problems for the Falcons. Uh, so oh, I'll, sure. yeah, I'll, I'll take Jamar Chase. He's, he's uncoverable. I love that. And you saw how he pulled away from the DBs when he caught that little side. It wasn't even a great pass. But he just came back for the football, got a little bit of uh, positioning, and then that brought the corner away from the sideline enough that when he just went and turned, his initial five or six steps, that is where he separates, dude. He is un. You can't touch him in those. And I, then I, I, I think he's ready. I think he's oh. getting ready. I think he's getting ready to be that first round guy going yeah. these yeah. next few weeks. Like he's gonna, you're gonna cash with him in DFS. No, I'm with you 100. Uh, percent My my nimble W numbers math is off. I was rushing at the end. It's actually 14-4 for my stack. So I don't want to make you be like, oh, 14 two. I'm sorry, it's 14-4. Uh, mine is, and we haven't seen him play yet tonight, so we don't know. But we do know. That normally, and maybe Keenan Allen comes back. I don't know. Maybe you can throw him in there too. But Seattle, not great against the wide receiver position. Not great against the quarterback. Now they they did a pretty good job against you know Mighty Mouse or whoever Mini Man, whoever uh, Kyler Murray's calling himself these days. Um, but it's a whole different beast with six five in your face habitase Justin Herbert man, and I feel like he is going to light them up when he plays uh, them next week. So I I really love Justin Herbert and playing him with Mike Williams. 
I mean, it's a no-brainer uh, for me. You could also stack them up there if you want to double stack with your boy. I didn't put him in the double stack, but I will when I write about it for the, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. But you can put Gerald Everett there, and you've got nice – investment in that you know side of the offense if you believe that they're going to bust off and then you can you know um play on the other side you know not tyler lockett or walker or any of those other no, run back run back stack attack so I, I love this game next week i'm sure it'll have a high total uh and it'll keep moving up so that's my high price stack uh let's get to your gold stack Ooh, i see a rod in there i like it yeah, my gold stack and my silver stack are almost the same price. That's how cheap Aaron Rodgers and Romeo Dobbs are. Uh, you sixty one hundred for Rodgers, um, five thousand for Romeo Dobbs. I, I just think the Packers have too much pride. I think Aaron Rodgers has too much pride oh, not to just mop the floor with the Commanders. Like this it's is a, right. a it's a get right game uh, versus just a horrible defense. Uh, and I think, um, you know, it, it, the, the re what, what you're looking for, if you're playing tournaments are you need a, you need a two TD or so I think, I think, um, you know, Lazard or Dobbs, uh, has that upside in this game. And, um, you know, Dobbs is only 5,000. So yeah. I, I, it's my gold stack. Yeah. It's I like so it. cheap. It's almost silver. It's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, well, you know what, my mine. Uh, I actually had my silver stack as my gold stack, and then I put my silver stack in, and it became my gold stack. It's a little bit more mm -hmm. expensive, which is crazy, right? Um, but uh, fifty four hundred for Matt Ryan, he's not very expensive. But then you know, Michael Pittman, he is priced up this week because of what happened last week. So they're playing Tennessee. I, I see a run back opportunity happening here in this game, and if you wanted to put uh, you know Derrick Henry in there, uh, that makes a lot of sense. You saw what backs that were not as good as Derrick Henry just did uh Jermichael Acing, <laughs> right um you, you could see Derrick Henry bludgeoning them and then Matt Ryan needing to to throw this in there it's gross it's nasty it's it's not what you want um but it's not going to be rostered that much either my guess is so uh this is a nice little gold stack uh, all right, well, we got two more, and then we'll get to three tweets. We both got good ones. I'm really excited for this tonight. It's going to be fun. Uh, I'll give you mine. It's Tom Brady, right? It's Tom Brady. It, it's it's Mike. I'm sorry, it's Chris Godwin, Tom Brady. It, it's 12 6. It's really cheap. They're both inexpensive this week. So you're not breaking the bank. And if you want to run it back, <laughs> I'm kidding. You're not running it back. Yeah. With Christian McCaffrey. You could, but I still don't think I wouldn't run it back with anybody and against that defense myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, all right, let's talk about yours because you know, I, I really like yours too. I, I put this this picture up because I think it's an awesome picture. It's it's the two tight end legends. So you got Kittle and you got uh you know the 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 superstar Kyle Pitts. Uh, I got some Kyle Pitts uh, stuff for us in a second, so I, I'm a little foreshadowing as well. But uh, talk about what you see in Garoppolo this week to Kittle because that's a cool stack. You got a little tight end action going. Yeah, man, I think it's a cool tight end stack. To, uh, it, like, it, it's a cool stack to have because, um, you know, the Niners are capable of doing things through the air. So whether you get Debo points, Ayuk points, you're going to get Kittle points. You know, they're, yeah. they're like, unless he magically gets injured between now and Sunday uh, at 425 Eastern, on October 23rd, George Kittle is going to get a bunch of targets in order for them to be able to stay with the Chiefs. They they, yeah. they they're 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 gonna they're gonna do their best. 
And, um, you know, uh, 10 targets, eight receptions, 83 yards. Um, you got to see Kittle Kittle. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, they're also a team that, um, you know, they have designs on the postseason and would love to get a win. And I think, um, you know, that team, they, their record, like without him is atrocious. So he is the heart and soul of that team. I would expect him to be getting a lot of targets in that game. And you're paying 10-8 for the, for the Grappolo stack, who uh, almost had 300 yards this past game. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I love it. I, it's so sneaky. I would also say put, uh, you know, Kelsey in there. So you have a flex, you know, with Kelsey or with Kittle and you, you double stack it and, and put double tight end, double tight end. And you know, those, I mean, thinking about those two boys, those are like two of the best, most manly physical guys out there. So, um, I, no, I love that. I think that that is, uh, that's perfect. So, all right, uh, let's jump to three tweets. And uh, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? What do you want to do? Uh, you, you tell me. Um, yeah, we can. I, I can go first. Uh, I don't even remember what I sent. So show okay. me show me what are my tweets are. I'll figure out which one I'm going to use. Okay. So, oh, this is the fancy. I went into the wrong one. Look at that. I went into the fan. I need to go to you and then into your DMs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 You've got the. Um, uh, let's do. Yeah, I, 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 all right. You've probably seen it, but this really made me giggle. This is um, this is nope, nope. Pause that one. Not that one. We're gonna go to the Patrick Mahomes one. This was Patrick I'm Mahomes here. in the Raiders game. Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Pause I'm it, pause it. <laughs> okay. Uh, this was Patrick Mahomes during the Raiders game, and uh, they they cut a video of him. Uh, uh so this was some somebody uh you know, reacting to this little clip and okay, using here. Patrick Mahomes' voice. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. He talks like Kermit the Frog. Yeah. I'm here. He just does. I'm here. It sounds I'm like here. Michael Jackson talking like Kermit the Frog a little bit too. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. All right. Uh, the, the, my that's funny. Mine is. I was thinking about sending this. So okay. yeah, this is great. So this is from Warren Sharp, and it says the rookie recovered a muff punt and then presented the ball to Bill Belichick. Right. So mm-hmm. the rookie. Uh, he got to play in an NFL game, which is already remarkable under Bill Belichick, right? So he gets mm-hmm. him off the punt, and I'll watch the interaction between him and Bill and Belichick. For 17 yards. Here, Dad, you want this, right? He's like, no, I don't want that. No, go back. Go go back. No. no. I don't know why it's pausing, but you keep it. I don't. <laughs> no, that that is literally one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Like, does this guy have CTE uh, from yeah, that play? He, he gives it to him, and he's like, "No, what are you doing? Like, what happened to you? Did you did you hit your head? You like, bumped your head, bro. Like, what are you he was, doing? He was so proud to give that to his coach. Like he he was giving him the game ball. You know, that, like that is hilarious. That is I, definitely one of the oddest things. Well, but that's here's happened the, here's so far the season. Here's here's the coach. Here's what people. It says 
Bill Belichick literally has no people skills. I don't know why people like like him, honestly. What a tool. And someone goes, what the hell do you want him to do? Take the ball and start doing the gritty? Right. <laughs> so I loved all the comments that people oh, yeah. here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I got to go over to Reddit r slash fantasy football and see what they say about that i people check that out reddit r fantasy r slash fantasy football people over there are hilarious i gotta see what they're saying on that i think i think you're the winner of this you better step your three tweets game up bro i think i'm i've got a multi-week i I think i won last week i think i won did you win yeah yeah, i won okay i i had i had had mr rogers drawing the l Oh, okay. Yeah, Good job. I, I, all right, I, my bad. My bad. All right, all right, this one says, "Um, wait, go back, pause it." I need you have to. This this involves reading. Okay. Okay. Um, Devonte Adams before he moved to Sin City and turned his back on the Lord. Okay. Now this is what he did in another game. He helped the guy up, huh? Helps, Helps him up. Puts, puts his hat on him. Yeah. It's the holiday season. It's the holiday season. Not in Sin City. No, and I wish I would have found my clip. I'm disappointed. I had my clip of him actually shoving him in slow motion because I screen recorded it in slow motion. Um, but I do have to say, I'm going to share mine uh, because this is for you, Mike and Bo and everybody, because this was what this was the reaction of some guy at the Falcon Stadium, right? When Kyle Pitts caught a touchdown. He went nuclear. I think that was uh is that is that is that Jeff Bell? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so but the best part is is Kyle Pitt still didn't score over what 15 fantasy points, right? He caught like three passes. Three balls. Three, three balls passes. for like 13 yards. Yards. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So I mean, this is just the, the funny. I tweet out today, I said right now. This video has become a scathing indictment for anybody who drafted Cal Pitts. Like, mm-hmm. it's not good. So, uh, speaking of good, though, uh, Mike Cash Collins, where can people find your Twitter? Your Twitter is good. Yes. Uh, well, uh, on the Twitter machines, uh, I am known as Ralph Macho at the Ralph Macho. Um, and uh, turn your uh, turn your notifications on for my uh, bi-monthly tweets. Yeah, he looks like Karate Kid. This is this was him when he was young. So, <laughs> yeah, he's got no banner because that's just how he 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 goes with it. He doesn't know that those exist, but that's okay. Yeah, it, it's blue on your phone. I I like I like big blue. I just roll yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie Vedder, indeed. Hashtag. So follow uh, Mike Cash Collins or the Ralph Macho. And then do follow me, please. Uh, I, I like me, and uh, you know I want you to follow me. Uh, and sub our YouTube channel. Yes, please sub our YouTube channel. We're trying to, to grow our YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, and then also uh, download and listen to our podcasts on uh, Apple and iTunes and all those tunes and, and Napster and mm-hmm. MySpace and mm-hmm. yeah, know, MySpace. Yep. all those things. So, mm-hmm. no, appreciate everybody for checking us out. Uh, we, we are the Fantasy Millionaires. Go out and win this week. Let us know. Uh, for uh, Scott Sex Simpson uh, and Mike Cash Collins, Mike, can you get us out of here? War in week seven. Peace and love everywhere else. <laughs>